Welcome to the Quick Mix Podcast. This is a podcast about cooking and baking competitive shows. I'm Q. And I'm M. On your marks. Get set. Podcast! Hello, this is Q. And I'm M. And welcome to our summer party. Summer party. Don't you miss summer parties? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Um, but yeah. we're having one right now. Yeah. And in our summer party is three of the best amateur bakers in all of Great Britain. That's right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, they, they said a statistic that 13,000 people made submissions to try to get on the show. Yeah, that's a lot. Actually, I think the, the later seasons are a lot more. Oh, I guess that makes sense, huh? Yeah, I think it goes from like 13,000 to like hundreds of thousands of people who <laughs> applied. Wow. So are you saying people who made it this far this season are not quite as good as people who made it in the later seasons? Right. No, but you just said that. Oh, no, I'm a, that was a question. <laughs> no, you said <laughs> it in a question form. Was it was a rhetorical say. question. No. <laughs> no. I'm not Mary. <laughs> okay yeah uh, you you and ruby are not married which uh, we will go over <laughs> ruby has some uh ruby has some views on marriage no mary you know mary was asked rhetorical questions oh they said i'm not married i don't oh, know that... why that would come to play <laughs> <laughs> okay both are true i guess <laughs> <laughs> but yeah the final yeah. election to final <laughs> we are finally at the last episode Yes. Um, we'll finally figure out who has crowned the winner of this collection of uh, Great British Bake Off. Or, Actual question yeah. for you. Mm -hmm. Do any of these amateur bakers become professional bakers? Yeah, they do. This? They yeah, do? They do. Oh. Yeah, they definitely do. Like some of them okay. open up shops. Some of them have like TV shows. Like almost everybody that gets into like top five writes like a cookbook. <laughs> mm. So um, they get pretty popular. Got it. Yeah. So yeah, episode ten. Um, Mel and Sue welcome us to the party. Party looks pretty cool. Mm -hmm. uh, they have a picnic. Uh, no social distancing, but it's a different time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. They would not be able. How are they going to do the party in like the current season that they're doing? They even Vir have a party. Virtual party. Virtual party. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they introduce the bakers, and then we go over some of the storylines, which I'm, I think we're pretty familiar with. Um, they talk mm -hmm. about Ruby first. They say she's the youngest baker of the season. Uh, sometimes she cracks under pressure. Hmm. Cracks under pressure. <laughs> and she's also known for winging recipes, so she just wings it. Yes, yes. They also call her the wild card. Do you think that's mm -hmm. pretty, like, a true label of what Ruby is this season? I don't know if I would call her a wild card, yeah, mainly me, because I feel like she's had a similar story the whole way through where she kind of low keys, you know what I mean? Yeah. She just kind of throws out a, a low line and then exceeds it. Yep. That seems to be the trend, especially lately, right? Yeah. I, yeah, I guess they're just calling her a wild card just to make it more... Um, 
unpredictable. <laughs> okay. I guess because yeah, I guess because she does well sometimes and she doesn't do well sometimes. Normally she does pretty well though. I mean, she wouldn't be here if she didn't do well more times than not, right? True. <laughs> Unless she just happened to do well when other people did not or she, you know what i mean like yeah. unless other people just did worse yeah that's true yeah she's been pretty consistent um she's pretty messy yeah she's super messy <laughs> <laughs> i love that about her though <laughs> yeah uh next they introduced kimberly and they said kimberly has been the steadiest baker this season mm -hmm. i guess by steadiest i think they mean like the most solid i don't think she was she was never in trouble to leave the whole season, I think. So she's the most consistent. Yeah, she's the most consistent. For sure. Yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah. Right? Yeah, she's good with flavors. And I guess that's her storyline is that she's consistent and good with flavors or creative with flavors. Mm -hmm. Not really much of a storyline. No. We talked about this last yeah, episode. Right. And uh, finally, we have Frances. And they said she's the most creative baker the tent has ever seen that's pretty high praise that is um they also say that sometimes her uh her flavor doesn't match like her design elements and then they finally go over again <laughs> early, i think for like the, the thousandth time this season that her issue has been dio over substance they even have a clip of paul saying like dio over substance <laughs> they're like hammering it in that's her storyline do you think after this show, she just had a bunch of merch made, like T-shirts, bumper stickers, magnets that all said style or substance? Style and substance. <laughs> or that, yeah. And yeah. Sold, sold them. I don't know. I would buy one. And then See? people would be like, what are you talking about <laughs> that requires this? <laughs> Everything requires this. Yeah, that's true. It's the secret to life. Yeah, Francis seems like she has a, like a pretty... Uh, Pretty cool, interesting life. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, those are the three storylines going into the final. Um yeah, I guess um I guess the only one that doesn't they don't really like go over again is Kimberly for the rest of the episode. Because mm -hmm. uh yeah, like Ruby and her like pressure, like her kind of like cracking under pressure gets revisited. And definitely Francis, the style of oversized this thing gets revisited. But Kimberly there is like, yeah, she's cool. You know. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right, let's get into the final signature bake. Let's. So in the signature challenge, the final three are challenged to create a picnic pie, which we know what a picnic pie is. So does uh, Yogi the Bear, right, Yogi? Yes, boo-boo. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know why I did that. You can wow. take that out later. You can take that out later. <laughs> or leaving it in. <laughs> so the pie must be savory, which I appreciate. Fillings have to create a design when they're cut into you. And uh, it needs to be served out of the tin. So no tins. Uh -huh. No tins. Yeah. That's like some <laughs> that's some week two stuff, you know? Tins. Right. This is the final. <laughs> two stuff. Yeah. Tins are so week two. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, they get three hours to make their savory pies. Uh, Paul says he wants to see them use pastry again because I guess they've kind of all floundered in pastry before. Mm. They like they didn't do so well with it during like pastry week or French pastry week. Yeah, getting soggy. Yeah, Paul wants to see if they have learned and progressed. Uh, Mary says the layers should be clear and they should cut well. 
and also flavor and texture, which applies for every single bake. But, you know, they're just saying that. <laughs> and then uh, Mary says their biggest enemy will be moisture. <laughs> um, yeah, soggy bottoms in the final are not a good look. And uh, the ingredient layer will be crucial because whatever they put into the ingredients will emit moisture. And how they handle that will be judged uh, by Paul and Mary very critically. So that's what they're looking for. Mm -hmm. uh, so first off, we have Francis. Uh, Francis is going to make a rainbow picnic pie. And the theme for a pie is it's kind of like a fish because it contains two types of trout, which uh, sounds pretty good. Um, the design element of that is it also looks like a fish. So there's like a lattice uh, kind of like decoration. And also like fish fins and a tail, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, fishy. Yeah. What was that? I said it seems fishy. Yeah, very fishy. Hmm, fishy. <laughs> uh, yeah, the veggies have green beans, asparagus, bell pepper. She lists a bunch of ingredients and the judges seem kind of like tired of listening, hearing about <laughs> it. It just goes on and on. <laughs> And then uh, she's going to make a rainbow of the rice. And uh, since it's the final episode, we get a little flashback into Frances. Um, she's the youngest of five children. She, uh, not surprisingly, always loved drawing and being like an artist. And uh, when she was young, she made little cakes for her friends, which uh, were decorated very nicely, I'm assuming. Mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> and uh, she tells us she's nervous about the final. She said she used to get nerves before she did like 100 meter sprints and also 100 meter hurdles, which sounds pretty athletic. It does, it does. I've never done a 100 meter, uh, meter hurdle before, have you? I have never done 100 meter anything. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but fish pie, I'd, I'd like to try a fish pie. Fish pie. When it looks like a fish. Um, Mary and Sue, was it Mary and Sue or Mary and Mel? At one point, they, while she's not looking, they eat her filling. I wanted to ask you about this. Yeah. Because has it ever happened where they've eaten it? Like, can you imagine Mary eating it? And then during judging, she's like, you didn't fill it enough. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... <laughs> I, I would love if that happened. Just, just to... <laughs> Just to see the reaction of people. <laughs> that would be amazing. That would be great, right? Yeah. I think um, it's a good sign when the judges are eating your filling mid-pie. Uh, mid true, true. Yeah. So I think at this point, like they're like, the filling's good. So we know at least the filling would be good. Um, <laughs> that was funny. I've never, they, ate, like, they ate a lot of it, too. Like, they, put <laughs> they, a, they put a dent into that filling. Um, I, I want to say all three of them were eating <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah, both the host and Mary. Yeah, right. they like skipped the lunch or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Francis also cooked her filling beforehand. I think Francis and Ruby both cooked their filling beforehand. Kim uh, Kimberly's the only one that doesn't, right? That is correct. Yeah, um, and I think it kind of works out because it, it takes away a lot of the moisture away. Let's go to judging. Paul says, "Of course, the pie looks very impressive." Mary says it's a good bake. She checks the bottom and it knows it's like a bottom. She says the lattice work is good, but you know, what else would you expect of Francis? Mm -hmm. um, Paul says it's very neat and the rainbow, uh, the rainbow colors look very nice. Um, when they actually bite into the pie, they said the flavors are very good. And Paul says, but 
It would have been perfect if it had 10 more minutes in the oven. I know. <laughs> so close. So, so close. close. I guess you needed more time, but um, I mean, that's pretty great for the final to come out. Like, uh, great, you know, great design, flavors, yeah. really good. Uh, Mary's obliged to say that they're good because she ate it in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> right. And yeah, the only criticism is that it's 10 minutes from perfect, which I don't think is that, I don't think it's that bad. I'd say that's like an 8 out of 10 for me. We're a seven out of ten. We're really. Like, I, I think it's yeah, pretty good. Closer. Yeah, to pretty good. Ten minutes from perfect is better than ten minutes from good. <laughs> <laughs> what if Paul said ten minutes from acceptable? Oh, that would have been terrible. And then Mary, Mary is like, "You didn't fill it enough, and it tastes." Awful. <laughs> yeah. That would be my favorite uh, segment of baking show ever. <laughs> you should have made more filling. <laughs> yeah. You could have used uh, more of this awful filling. Yeah. <laughs> also, I'm really full. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I need to go take a nap. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's Francis. Francis okay. as well. Yes, she does. All yeah. right. So on to our psychologist, Kimberly. She is making a chicken and pig pie filled with chicken mousse, pistachios, pancetta, and pork tenderloin pate. <laughs> that's a lot of peas. Packed around <laughs> a black pie. pudding at the center. <laughs> Yeah. So she's kind of going all out there, right? Because she's doing three varieties of pastry, a yep. green, white, and pink, mm -hmm. right? Yep. So she's using beetroot powder for that. And she, uh, she tells us that practicing for this pie has been fairly traumatic. She's had two and a half catastrophes so far, and that if it works out this time, it'll be the first one that she does. Mm. So normally we're used to seeing a fairly confident kimberly but i don't know would you be confident if you practiced and it just never turned out properly no i would be the opposite of confident whatever that is right <laughs> so we also get to see a little video montage of her and she grew up in east london with her mom and little sister and mm -hmm. her and her little sister used to pretend they were doing a little cooking show which i thought was pretty cool yeah yeah she's been juggling work with with practice but all of her recipes have been tried by her boyfriend, Giuseppe, which is kind of cool. Giuseppe. Yeah. And we get to hear from him. He says that when she's she's had a good bake, there's nothing that can stop her. Uh, that mm -hmm. She survived on two hours sleep, mm -hmm. which is pretty good. And that she definitely wants to win. Mm. So then we had a funny, funny moment where he was like, it's almost it's almost there. And then she was like, there's. Like it's almost there, just one more push. And then he actually pushes her playfully in the shoulder, which was kind of <laughs> Was it weren't they all they were on a bridge, right? They're on a bridge, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's why I put in playfully pushed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I guess it was kind of a fun moment. I thought so. <laughs> so she's doing three types of pastry with the stripes on the outside of the pie. And like you mentioned, she's the only one that's putting in her ingredients raw. So we'll see if that works out for her. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so we noticed though when she's pulling it out of the pan she's having a, a little bit of trouble first of all it's very juicy very mm -hmm. juicy and then yep. the bottom crumbles when she actually takes it out of the pan yeah so it's pretty tragic pretty, it's pretty yeah. Tragic. It's, yeah it's i mean it's, it's tough to see that the first thing in the, the final from a baker yeah yeah it was rough it was rough so let's get on to some judging here Paul obviously has a hard time handling it because it, it's pretty soggy, right? Mm -hmm. So he 
states the obvious by saying the problem is that the moisture inside has weakened the structure of the pie. And it's purely moisture coming out from the meat, the pudding, and everything else. Although he did say it looked good inside. <laughs> so, That's true. Like the insides look good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, tell me how you would feel if you heard this. Because he said that it's almost like a glue that's binding his mouth together. <laughs> how would I feel if I were Kimberly if he said that? Yeah, because Kimberly laughed. I would feel laughed. sad. I would feel sad. That's rough, right? Yeah. Oh, my she has, God. She has a good attitude, that Kimberly. She does. She does, yeah. yeah. So Mary said that it was seasoned well and that the mousse with pistachio is very nice, but it's spoiled by the pastry. Mm -hmm. Paul says that the overall flavor was okay. The texture was wrong, and obviously the outside was a big issue. So yeah. rough start. Pretty rough Kimberly. start for Kimberly. Yeah, I, yeah. I think she probably did the worst in the signature. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, next we have Ruby. Um, Ruby is making also a picnic uh, basket pie, but uh, instead of using fish in hers, she's using vegetables. It's a vegetarian version of basically Francis's pie. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I've, is this a storyline where she compares herself with Francis? Because they talked about it. She's like, oh, Francis is making the same pie. It's like I'm wearing the same dress to like a party. <laughs> and then the other person wearing the dress is like a supermodel. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't feel like it was a head to head comparison most of the season, though. Yeah, I don't think so either. I don't know. But this episode. Maybe yeah, this episode, yeah. At least this I mean, round. Because <laughs> Kimberly was so out there with her pie that, like, no one's going to make a pie like Kimberly. She's going to use, like, very, you know, very interesting flavors, and it's going to look different. But I guess Ruby and Francis were both doing lattice picnic pies. So, um, right. yeah, I think the comparison's going to happen. In her little flashback, we get to hear from her parents, and they're very proud of her. And uh, we learned that for this week, for the final, she got to get away from her dorm, <laughs> her yeah. dorm kitchen. Yeah. And she was able to practice baking at her parents' house, um, which is kind of cool because she doesn't have to worry about, like, I don't know, dorm her mates. Cat. <laughs> yeah, her cat. <laughs> Rupert. <laughs> um, her mom says she leaves chaos every time she bakes. There's always chaos left after. And I was like, yeah, Ruby's like a, like a tornado going through your kitchen. <laughs> But then there's also like a nice pie at the end of the tornado. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Worth yeah. Worth yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, While she's making her pie, she gets a little frustrated. She's like, this pie crust doesn't look the same. That's the one I practiced at home. That one turned out good a couple of times. And so far, this one hasn't turned out like that. Um, she also cooks her filling beforehand, like Francis. So I guess they're kind of similar in that regard. Mm-hmm. And there's a dramatic moment when she does the pan flip to get her pie out of her like tin. And uh, it's, it's, it's successful. She gets her pie out to, without any uh, crumbling or breaks in it. So we're good on that. Let's get into some judging. Paul says the lattice is very uniform and the patchwork is very good. So good job on the decoration. Um, yeah. In response to that, Ruby says, it never uh, turned out like that at home, <laughs> which yeah. uh, I guess she's saying that it never turned out that good at home. So that's, right. uh, I was like, why are you telling me that? Right. Don't tell me that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mary says, it's an ve excellent vegetarian pie. The vegetables come through very well. There's no soggy bottom and the flavors are good. Paul says, 
Her pie is sublime, like the band. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> and then he he says to reinforce an, a storyline that they just introduced like five <laughs> minutes ago. You finally came up with something that looks like Francis made it, which is like an insult to Francis, but also a compliment to her. And it's the continuation of a storyline that they just started like five minutes ago. Right. <laughs> it was kind of odd. Yeah, it was. So, um, yep. Uh, that was the signatures. I think if we were to rank them, then Kimberly third, Francis second, and Ruby did the best. Agree. Hers looked amazing. They really did. They did, yeah. I, I would, but to be fair, I would eat all these pies. Nom, nom, nom. <laughs> <laughs> right. I would not be surprised by that. Yeah. And by all the pies, I, I know you mean all of all the pies. Yeah. <laughs> yes. All right. Shall we get on to the technical? Let's get into it. All right. Well, sadly, it is one of Paul's recipes. Uh-oh. Yeah. Mel says, I'm so sorry. There was nothing we could do about that. And then she sends uh, Paul and Mary to frolic in the buttercups. <laughs> so for our technical, we are making pretzels. Pretzels. Did you think this was going to be a tough thing to do for our technical pretzels? When you no, I didn't think so. I didn't think so either. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, All right. So they're making six savory and six sweet. Mm -hmm. They're looking for a deep, classy coat. I think Labrador at Crust. I had to look that up. That is a dog show. <laughs> <laughs> Dense, chewy interior and tied into a classic pretzel knot. They get two yep. and a half hours for this. Right? Yep. Two and a half hours. Paul gives us some insight. He says when you break it, you want to look inside the pretzel and see the crumb structure is very tight. Don't be tempted to add too much liquid and slacken off the dough. That's the first thing. Secondly, mm -hmm. you have to shape them properly so it looks like a pretzel, which sounded easy until we'll talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> right. And finally, don't underbake it. He wants a nice, rich, dark color. A pretzel that is crispy, right? So these are those larger pretzels, not like the little rolled golds. No, <laughs> these the are like sticks, small, right? small pretzels. Small yeah. Pre yeah. I was this thinking about that. Where else do you get ends. these kind of pretzels? Usually at the, at the mall, end. right? Only at the mall. Yeah. You get them at bakeries. They're pretty good at bakeries. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I think most of us are used to seeing them at the mall, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go to the mall. Yes. <laughs> is that a jingle? Yeah. Have you ever seen How I Met Your Mother? I have, but not all of the episodes. Okay. All right. We get those typical vague instructions like we always do for technicals. And in this case, twisting the pretzel was quite a challenge for everyone. No one remembers what a pretzel looks like. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would have done better than them. This is the only time during the whole season where I'm like, I think I could have done better than them you at a so? certain aspect. No, not, not the whole pretzel, but just twisting yeah. it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I've eaten a lot of pretzels in my time, man. Ooh. We had a lot of pretzels. Ooh, a all lot right. of pretzels. Oh, dude. okay. Do you eat yours with nacho cheese or mustard or both? Oh, wait. At the same time? No, I'm not a crazy person. Uh oh, <laughs> like, I was like, never... is there such thing as mustard cheese? <laughs> uh, I don't. That's, that doesn't sound good. I mean, right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So. Instead of going three, two, one, why don't we talk about the three contestants and then we'll we'll say what place they got. Okay. 
So first up, we have Frances. She let us know that she loves pretzels, but she's never made them before. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> when she pulls hers out, she says, they're like pretzelsaurus. <laughs> They're, good. they're a little biggish, right? Yeah. When it comes down to judging on the savory one, Paul says that they look like they've been in the water too long, and it's <laughs> not really a pretzel shape. It looks more like a roll. <laughs> yep, I, I agree with Paul. She made a roll. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah she made a roll. <laughs> the texture was nice and tight, though. A little more salt would have been nice, and a little more color as well. Quite pale. So I didn't know this, but they have to dip it into the water of bicarbonate and soda and that gives it the brown color but they only dip it in for yeah. like really quickly right and then yeah they i think you said a couple seconds oven. yeah and then they finish it off in the oven so the water becomes an issue here so it's so amazing. yeah again he basically says it's a beautifully shaped roll not a pretzel <laughs> All right, on to Kimberly. It looked like a good roll. It looked like a tasty roll. I would eat a roll. Yeah, it did look uh, like a tasty roll. <laughs> so Kimberly tells us that she's made a bread similar to a pretzel before and knows what the process is. So Kimberly here may have a, a slight leg up. For her savory one, Paul says there's sort of a pretzel shape here. It's got a nice color and a good break on it. Mary says it's beautiful baked top and bottom and it's really crisp. For the mm. sweet one, Paul... Paul says that they look good. They're nice and dark. You can see the poppy seed and the orange. And Mary said that both of them actually have a good bake and good color. And then Paul comments about the good break on it as well. Good texture and good flavor on that. So overall, yeah. pretty good, right? Yeah, I think this is Kimberly's redemption for the day. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Like she didn't do good in the signature, but she did great on the pretzel. So. Yeah, <laughs> yes. And her day I, got twisted. Her oh, day was twisted. It yeah, was. It, it was. It was savory on one side and sweet on the other. Yeah. yeah. Okay, on to Ruby. <laughs> <laughs> Ruby tells us that she's only eaten a pretzel once. That's crazy. I don't know what to say about this. I was like, what? <laughs> You've only eaten one pretzel? Do they not eat pretzels in like the UK a lot? I don't know. I find I also find that hard to believe. She's only eaten a pretzel once. She's never made them before, which makes sense. And then she's like, who makes a pretzel? <laughs> who eats a pretzel, apparently? Not her. I think this is strategy on Ruby's part. It has to be strategy, right? You think it's classic Ruby? Yeah. Okay. Like pretzels, I've only eaten one once. When in reality, she's made it 40 times. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about that savory pretzel. Paul says that it looks... He's looking at the shape and he says there's sort of a pretzel look about it, which is good. Although he, he says it's been in the water too long. It's wet Ooh. and it lost <laughs> its color. Although it does still have quite a tight structure. There's not much snap to it. And it's soft in places, but the flavor Ooh. is okay. And when it comes to the sweet pretzel, Mary says it's a lovely orange flavor. It has nice crisp outside and a lovely spongy texture in the middle. Ooh. So not bad. Yeah. So based on those judgings, we've come to Francis is in third place, Ruby is in second place, and Kimberly is in first place. Yep. However, after saying that Kimberly got first place, Paul said that it's the closest thing to a pretzel, but don't clap. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, it's not a pretzel. So, so I don't know. I don't know. They, they all made baguettes. <laughs> yeah. And hers was the most 
not forget. Yeah, it was the most twisted. Yeah. Yeah. So we get to hear from our three contestants afterwards, and Kimberly says that she thinks she's done a little bit to redeem herself. So you are correct. Mm -hmm. Had she come in second or third, she would have been feeling pretty much out of the game. So, so she's still pretty confident, I think. Ruby said that it wasn't as bad as she thought. That's typical Ruby, right? Yep. And that it's gone better today than she thought it would. So <laughs> yep. Ruby's sticking to her, her guns here. And Francis, who got in third, obviously says it wasn't the best technical bait, but she's still in it. She's still in it. Yeah, she is still in it. Yeah. So basically what we have is Ruby won the signature bake. Kimberly won the technical bake. Who will win the showstopper bake? We're going to find out right now. That's right. <laughs> All right, let's get into the showstoppers. Let's do it. So for the final showstopper challenge of this series and the final bake of the series, the bakers are asked to bake the ultimate showpiece, a three-tiered wedding cake. I think uh, Mel says it needs to be full of love, stress, and tears. Only three tears. <laughs> and I laughed for about 10 minutes. I was crying. It was the best uh, pun ever. That was good. I, I didn't see it coming. I was like, what? That was, was like, Yeah. Um, they get six hours. A yeah. long time. Yeah. Yeah. I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. What went into your decision on selecting a wedding cake? Um, I wanted it to taste good and I wanted it to look good. And also, um, my wife just basically picked out stuff and I just told her which ones I liked. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. And if you want to see a, <laughs> your wedding cake and a replica of it, you can check out our Instagram. Oh, uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, check out our Instagram page, Quick, Quick Mix Podcasts. Yeah, you did a great job, both of you guys. That was impressive. I don't know. I mean, photo editing does a lot, you know? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, <laughs> you know what I'm I, didn't saying? Had, I didn't know they had cake filters. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they definitely have a cake filter, I'm sure. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay. But uh, yeah, love, sweat, and three tears. Um, okay. So they get six hours. Francis says, that's not enough time. Sometimes <laughs> people spend like six days yeah. on a wedding cake. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Uh, Mary says, all three tears have to be in proportion, and there's no covering up in imperfect cakes. All the faults will be on display. So uh, yeah. Um, Time to get on with the wedding cake challenge. Mm -hmm. The first one we have Francis. Uh, Francis, not surprisingly, has a very cool concept. She's doing a Midsummer Night's Dream wedding cake. So uh, the decorations are going to be uh, kind of like sparkly, glittery, and like little crescent moons. So whatever, if you think of like um, going into like a craft shop and then looking at the area with all the under night like nighttime moon stuff i don't know where i'm going with this thread <laughs> is, <laughs> anyway. that, is that an aisle is that an aisle at hobby lobby <laughs> i've seen it i've oh, okay. definitely seen it okay somewhere i don't know if it's a hobby lobby or like in my dream that i made up i don't know whatever okay. <laughs> um she's using natural fruits for decoration she's gonna have three layers on the top, it's going to be carrot cake. Second layer is going to be lemon. And the third layer is rhubarb and ginger. Um, 
Yeah, uh, it's a very tense. She looks very tense while she's making the cake. At one point, Sue whispers, um, like whispers to her while she's like placing the second layer on her cake, and we're like, "Oh my gosh, is it gonna like fall?" It doesn't fall, like really. Mm-hmm. Um, she makes cool confetti out of rhubarb, mango, and beetroot, and then she also makes little bees. So it looks like there's bees getting married at the top. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, that's cool." But then also I saw another bee at a different tier. So I was like, "Is that like the?" Mid water, <laughs> there's three bees on this cake. <laughs> uh, so, um, before her cake goes to judging, she's like, I'm, I'm so nervous, I'm going numb. But she feels confident in that all the elements of baking that she learned throughout the season has, has come together in this cake. So I was like, That sounds pretty good if you used everything you learned the whole season. And everything came together successfully for cake. Like that sounds like a good thing to me, Francis. But um, mm-hmm. yep. Uh, during judging, Mary starts off and says it's very original and very pretty, and uh, they're not surprised because it is Francis. Um, Paul says it's very attractive and very contemporary. Uh, they taste and they cut into the cake, the first uh, layer, which is carrot cake. It says the spices are just right. However, they could use a little bit more icing. A little, little criticism there. Uh, for the second layer, the lemon, they say it's very moist and it's well baked. And the third layer, or the third layer, which is rhubarb and ginger, they said the ginger flavor is fantastic. However, they don't really taste any rhubarb. So the questioning was the rhubarb useless. Mm. <laughs> so one of those situations where they describe something in the bake and then they don't taste it, and I think they get kind of annoyed with that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the other thing that, that I think might have annoyed them a little bit was that I guess there was only decoration on one side of the cake. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, so they're like, it's only on one side, so it doesn't look that good on the on the back of the cake. It was completely bare, bare on the back yeah. side. Yeah. I guess, I mean, if you're going to have a wedding cake, it should be decorated on all sides because, I mean, you're not going to, I guess if you put it against the wall. The wall, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Francis was thinking, like, she's going to put it against the wall. She could have put a B back there. Yeah, yeah, she could have put a B back there. A B back there. <laughs> Throw a B on it. Yeah. <laughs> um, otherwise, I think it's a very, very good uh, kick turn off for her. I think she did well. And the judges uh, also said the flavors are very good. The mm-hmm. mo- so the most important takeaway was that Paul said she basically conquered substance and style. So it's uh, not a style over substance kick. Both elements were fantastic. Mm-hmm. So that closes out uh, Francis' storyline. All right. So next we have Kimberly, and she's making a Languages of Love wedding cake. We. Oui. Yes. We. Si. <laughs> okay. On the top layer, we have lemon and elderflower cake with a poppy seed buttercream. Right. Mm-hmm. In the middle, we have orange and pistachio checkerboard sponge. Yep. And then on the bottom, we have chocolate fudge cake with raspberry polka dots, which is kind of cool because mm-hmm. she's using little cake pops to make her polka dots. And then it's going to have fresh raspberries as well. And it will be decorated with the word love in 28 languages. <laughs> we. <laughs> So Kimberly tells us that you want something that has a bit of impact on the inside as well as the outside because you want the cake to be as memorable as possible. And then Paul asks about her decorations 
is she going to be covering it in sugar paste? But then Kimberly tells us she's making fondant, making fondant. <laughs> not, not buying not, it. Not buying it. Making fondant <laughs> yeah. for the top tier and then sugar paste for some exterior decorations. And then it was pretty cool. She used those ring molds to make the checkerboard with oh, alternating yeah. colors. However, she, to put the words of love on her cake, she was using a custom made stamp. Yep. So she had made her own stamp that had that on there. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Mm -hmm. So right before judging, Kimberly tells us that she thinks that dreams probably can come true. If you know what you want and you set out to get it, there's always a good chance that you can achieve it. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, what's the point? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Uh. So before cutting into it, Mary takes a look at it and says, this is the centerpiece of the wedding. It's the piece de resistance for the bride. And she thinks that she'd like to see more skill there, a bit more piping decoration and like what she's made herself. So she, Mary is not impressed, right? With the way that it's yeah, finished. I I'm not impressed with the way that looks on the outside because the only decoration she really had was that stamp and that was like it was just a stamp, you know. Yeah, I yeah. yeah. I I think the idea was good, but the execution just wasn't what it was supposed to be, right? Yeah. The inside looked good though. The inside did look good. Yes. So let's <laughs> talk about some some judging here. The top layer which was the lemon and elderflower cake with the poppy seed buttercream. Mary said it looks tempting. Lovely looking poppy seed filling. Paul said that it looked good also, and it works really well. The whole thing tastes good. It's not too sweet. And Mary said the poppy seed filling is good and a sponge is light. So the inside of her cake is doing much better than the outside of her cake at this yep. point. The middle tier, which was the orange pistachio checkerboard sponge. Mary was, was pretty excited about this. The checkerboard certainly worked and it took a lot of skill. So at least Mary acknowledged that that, that was something that Kimberly did. Paul said that it was well-baked, nice and moist, and he reiterated what we've been talking about, and that's the outside didn't reflect the inside at all. Mm. And finally, we have that bottom tier, which was our chocolate fudge cake with the raspberry polka dots and fresh raspberries. Mary said that the chocolate cake was on the dry side, which is a no-no. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, and then Paul said that the raspberries come through and the chocolate is not too strong, which is good. Overall, he thinks that the flavors are good, but he reiterates again that he's disappointed with the decoration. <laughs> so what are you thinking here? Pretty rough, right? Yeah, I think she's, she, at this point, she's out of it. You think she's out of it already? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's I mean, her flavors were good, but I think, yeah, you have to go pretty spectacular for the showstopper. Yeah. And that fits some other bakers better than other hints. <laughs> um but let's go for ruby okay so for ruby's cake she's making a raspberry lemon and passion fruit wedding cake so those colors uh raspberry which is pink lemon which is yellow and passion fruit is kind of like orangey it's supposed to represent a sunset so it's kind of like a sunset looking wedding cake which is kind of mm -hmm. cool um and or very characteristically ruby's like oh when she practices she didn't write down her baking times <laughs> She just kind of did it. Yeah. So she has to like, she has to freestyle her baking times a little bit, which will come into play. Um, she has three layers. Top layer is passion fruits. Second layer is raspberry and mascarpone. 
And the third layer is lemon curd. So again, yeah, that's sunset, um, which is a, is a good idea. Mm -hmm. Those three shades of colors. Um, <laughs> at one point, Sue asked her what she thinks of marriage. And she, Ruby says, marriage is an exercise in narcissism. <laughs> and if she were to write a quote on a wedding cake, it would be either this would never last or one and two of these ends in divorce. <laughs> So, oh my gosh pretty uh that's uh don't hire ruby to make your wedding <laughs> i mean she'll do a great job but like okay uh don't hire ruby to uh come up with the concept for your wedding cake because <laughs> yeah she she doesn't like the idea of marriage it sounds like but you know marriage is some, for some people rather um do we know what ruby's doing now is she did she start a wedding <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, okay. I don't know. If she. I know she was a columnist for a little bit. Oh, okay. She had like a baking column, I think, in one of the popular newspapers. Oh, I don't know what she's doing now. I think she was. She was also a model at some point. Oh, okay. Yeah, like after the show, I think. Cool. But uh, yeah, Ruby has some. She has some problem with time. Um, remember that quote in the beginning? How she said she's she didn't write down her baking times. Yeah. But basically, she kind of runs out of time mm. near the end of her bake. And uh, she's making fondant silhouettes. And uh, she has very shaky hands because she's running out of decorating time. And to the point where she says, I feel so ill. And uh, yeah, I think um, she does run out of time at the end when she's supposed to be decorating it. Mm. And during her baking of the cake, Mary also tells Paul that she's worried about uh, Ruby. She hasn't used that many advanced techniques when it comes to cakes mm -hmm. and advanced uh, decorating techniques, so that they would be looking for that. And this is actually the first time she's ever used doweling before on a cake. Right, right. Yeah. So, like, um, some challenges out here for Ruby. You made a good so, point earlier yeah. when you were saying Francis kind of incorporated a lot of things throughout the season, where in this case, yeah. Ruby did not. Yeah, she didn't. I think she was playing it safe. Mm. Um, because we've seen her uh, like decorate better before, but I think this time she like she might have played it too safe, or she also ran out of time. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, sometimes when you freestyle, you gotta run out of time. You know, <laughs> that's what happens. <laughs> she also has like a little panic attack during it, but right before judging, she says that uh, she feels calm because there's no more like challenges left. Which you know, relief. She's relieved that the day is done. She 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 did her best and. It's up to Paul and Mary now. So uh, during judging, they said they're not sure the colors work. However, um, the decor needs some kind of like molding. What did they, what do you what did they mean by molding? I guess like more like like I think, on the edges. I, I think she said that they, she only used molding. So she, oh, needed, she only used molding. Yeah, yeah, they wanted to see more technique. Mary wanted to see yeah. and use more techniques. Yeah, that's true. And Paul said that the decorations weren't uniform around a certain theme or uniform around something. There's nothing like there's no focal point to her cake. Mm, yeah. Um, the the color scheme was uh, a little off. Yeah, her sunset didn't really kind of come through in the end. No. Um. So they cut into the first layer, which is the passion fruit. And they said it's very scrumptious. It's kind of like a luxury pudding, which is a uh, that's you know that's good. 
Uh, the second layer is raspberry mascarpone. It's a the raspberry is kind of dry actually. And that layer of raspberry, mm. and it's overbaked. So overbaked is not good. It's no. pretty rough. And then the third layer, the lemon curd. They said it needed more lemon. There wasn't enough lemon in it, and also it was overbaked. So pretty yeah. rough. Yeah. Um, Pasta, the flavors are good. The icing was kind of wrong. And the cake was overbaked. And uh, um, Ruby looks a little annoyed. <laughs> Bob tells her this. Yeah, I think Ruby then be is basically in tears for the rest of the episode. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Until she, until she sees her family at the picnic. And then yes. um, they kind of like, you know, she kind of perks up again. But yeah, pretty rough for Ruby. Not, not a not a great show stopper for her. No. But yeah, those that's the final show stopper of the season. Um, we get a little discussion from the judges. So basically, they single they kind of they kind of recap the episode. Ruby won. She was first place in the signature. She did great in her pie. Mm -hmm. Um, Kimberly did really well in the technical. She didn't do well in the pie. It's kind of a mixed review on the show software. Mm -hmm. Francis probably got second place in the signature, last place in the technical. Mm -hmm. But um, I think they kind of hint toward that like she did the best in the show stop. Yes, which is very important. Very yes. important. Yeah. So um, also in the beginning, going into the show software, Ruby was in a slight lead, just a slight lead. But, uh, I mean, the show software is very important. Mm -hmm. And I think the storylines kind of also influence their decision a little bit. But they do <laughs> go over the storylines. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We talked is about it, this last week. Yeah. I know. Yeah. But, I mean, I mean it's, it's very... It's the, the right thing to do to, like, reward, like, um, the baker that, like, kind of overcame their challenges. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm, I think there's one bigger that did that. Or there's two bigger that had challenges, <laughs> basically. Right. I don't think Kimberly had any challenges. That was, <laughs> She's just the, that was the flaw in her plan, her, yeah. strat her strategy to win the competition. Yeah. But uh, yeah, before we get into the final um, decisions, we check in on some of the past contestants. <laughs> They're hanging out at the picnic. This is, is my fun. favorite thing where it's basically like, Wait, you were on the show? That's what I like to call this segment. <laughs> yeah. Although during this time there was no guy that I was like, who is that? Yeah, yeah, this this time it was a little bit better. <laughs> yeah, they this time they like focused in on the bakers that like got eliminated right before like um the final. Yeah. So we check in, Christine's there having a ball. She says she can't make a prediction. It's too close to call. All the three bakers left are pretty great. Uh we check in on Becca. And Becca's prediction is that Kimberly is going to win. We check on Howard. Howard thinks that Francis is going to take it. And then we finally see Glenn. Glenn says he thinks it's going to be Ruby. So uh, each each one of them has like a cheerleader. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's always fun to see them. Like they look like totally like they're just hanging out. They don't look stressed out at all. Yeah. And you're seeing them like in a different light, which is always fun. And yeah, there, there was no one this time where I was like, who was that guy <laughs> who, got, who got eliminated first episode or something? Oh, they were there. You just didn't recognize them. Yeah, I thought, I thought they were just the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> like, why are they showing this random shots to the crowd? Yeah. I actually don't remember who got eliminated the first episode. Do you? I 
don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't either. Uh, <laughs> it's been a couple of weeks. Toby. Toby. That's right. Well, he, it was Toby. He's the one that mixed the sugar and the salt or whatever, right? Yeah, I think so. You're probably like, <laughs> hey, is that Ruby's brother? Who's <laughs> <laughs> that guy? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they gather everybody at the picnic. They ask the three finalists to come up. Um, they get a big round of applause. The three finalists, Ruby Francis and Kimberly, they're all hugs. They look very, very, uh, very happy just to be there. And then they announce the final winner and the winner of Collection 2, Netflix, Great British Baking Show, is Francis. Francis takes it. Style and substance. Style yes. and substance. <laughs> Get your t-shirt now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Paul says she was style and substance too. Mary says her baking improved each week. And Francis says... She dreamt it, but she never believed it. She's on cloud nine. <laughs> they also um, have some comments on Kimberly. They said Kimberly was dumb. Uh, she was very great with her flavors. Her flavors were delicious. Her wedding cake wasn't extravagant, um, but she did very well. And for Ruby, they said that she had some issues with the pressure getting to her, but she's a great baker and uh, she has a very, very good like natural instinct. When it came to baking, mm. natural mm. instinct, or you know, winging it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that that was uh, the episode. Um, I'm I'm glad Francis won, and she finally conquered substance over style or whatever. <laughs> I think it was the only prediction I actually got right the entire season. <laughs> it was a big one, though. You got the big one right. And yeah. it was based purely on my knowledge of reality TV shows. <laughs> <laughs> like the, the storylines? Had nothing to do with her skill level at all. <laughs> I mean, her cake did look the coolest, I guess. Yeah, that confetti. I think she deserved it. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Um, even though she only decorated half her cake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, where's but that yeah. wall? Where's that wall <laughs> that was here during <laughs> rehearsal? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but that is the episode. It was a good. Uh, it was a good final. Was. I always enjoy the finals. The finals are always my favorite episodes because of the picnic, because you get to see some of the past bakers, because you get so much time with each of the bakers. It's, uh, it's, it's great. <laughs> yes. Now we get into the segments. Let's do it. What was your funniest moment of the episode? Okay. I don't know if this is completely funny, but it was funny to me. But when they were talking about Francis in the very beginning and her mom was there, did you notice mm -hmm. that her mom says that her taste comes and goes because she was kicked in the nose when she was 15? Yeah, she did. <laughs> I didn't notice that. I was like, what? So it's not funny that she got kicked in the nose when she was 15, but it is kind of a quirky thing. And so, yeah, no, that could be like a movie or something. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, so that's why sometimes your taste buds work and sometimes they don't. <laughs> How about for you? Oh, there were a lot of good ones. Yeah, I, I have a runner-up. The runner-up is when they're making pretzels and then Mel has like a New York accent. Mm. She goes, well, now we're left with your pretzels. There's something like that. She, does, like, she has to do a New York accent. 
when I don't look for your pretzels. Mel's New York accent is pretty hilarious. At one point, she does a New York accent halfway through the sentence. Yeah, yeah. It. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I dropped it. Mel's pretty good. Yeah, you're also and pretty then, good. We're not going to live with your pretzels. <laughs> <I can't do laughs> <it>. Okay. <laughs> uh, my funniest moment is when, um, the, after the show supper, the judges and the hosts are kind of discussing who's going to yes, win. Yes, yes. And then Mel and Sue are like, do you know who's going to win? <laughs> and then... <laughs> Uh, like mom and Mary are like, yeah, we do. And then Sue says, is it me? And they're like, no. And she's every year, every yeah. year or something. That's yeah. pretty good. <laughs> yeah. And then Mary said, it might be Mel. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, judges are always good for some funny. Um, yeah. What was your favorite bake of the episode? You know, I always got to try the savory things. Me too. Yeah, so we're we're eating all those picnic baskets, the picnic pies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would have to pick a picnic pie too. I think I'll pick Francis because I want to try that fish. Get the trout. Um, yeah, get that trout. Two types of trout. <laughs> mm. Pretty good stuff. Yeah. Um, we don't have any predictions to make because um, there's. Oh, who do you think they're sending home next week? <laughs> <laughs> Ruby, so I'm going Ruby with Ruby or Kimberly Ch- Chetna. Uh, <laughs> okay. yeah. We can predict okay. that a new season's coming out soon, though. We are. So there's going to be a new season coming out. We heard from uh, Twitter that they just finished filming it. Uh, we heard it's kind of a different season because of uh, the current pandemic going on. I think it's only six weeks at this time. Mm-hmm. I don't know if six weeks means six episodes or like they did 12 episodes in six weeks. I have no idea. But um, we're hoping it comes out soon. Mm-hmm. And once we get information on who the bakers are, we're going to have preview. A baking show preview spectacular episode. <laughs> I like it. So, yeah, we are not done with uh, baking content yet. We plan on continuing the podcast some, sometime in the next couple of weeks once we get more information. But uh, mm-hmm. please stay tuned for that. Thank you for listening to our coverage of Collection 2. It was a good one. It um, was. Yeah, it was pretty great. But some memorable bakers, memorable bakes, and uh, one hour left with your pretzels. <laughs> that, was, that was worse than better ones. Bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, and uh, yeah, we'll have more episodes. Bye.